Good morning, everybody! And welcome to this week's announcements presented by Ireland Home Based Services. It's the week of July 17th, 2022. Big congratulations goes out to Laura Brennan, Region 16's own, for being randomly chosen to win the Amazon gift card. For answering the trivia, trivia question correct last week and putting her name into the hat. Thank you to everybody for listening. We had several put their name in last week. I like to see that, so I appreciate that. If you want to have your chance to win, just stay tuned. There'll be a question at some point later in the episode. And you can let me know to put your name in the hat to win a gift card from Amazon. Moving on to the success story for the week, I want to talk about the Recovery Community Cafe. We'll get into the specifics of when that's occurring, uh, but we have a, su a success story. Uh, Deb Cooper let us know that over the course of the last Recovery Community Cafe series, we had one participant that was making great strides in his recovery journey. During, our, during the final sessions, we had time to reflect, and he shared that he had taken what he had learned in, our, in the classes about mental health and aspects of recovery. He stated that he had been able to begin the healing process with family members that had been estranged for over a decade and was able to hold difficult discussions with them. He expressed thanks for giving him the vocabulary to talk to his family. So obviously a wonderful story there of uh, this uh, wonderful series that we'll talk about a little bit later of the recovery community. The summer series has begun. Uh, gives those in recovery or those supporting those in recovery a lot of tips and tools and coaching on how to make it through that difficult process. So a great story from Deb. Thanks, Deb, and uh, thanks, Amanda, for uh, all you guys do at the Recovery Community Cafe. Reporting workplace injuries. In the unfortunate event a workplace injury occurs to you, it is mandatory the injury be reported to a supervisor and or the HR department when first possible. Unless it's an emergent or life-threatening, no care should occur until the call is made and then we contact MedCorps. MedCorps assists IHBS with care plans, and all workplace injuries must be reported to them before care is administered, again, unless it's emergent or life-threatening, and within 24 hours. The MedCorps number is 800-496-7183. There's several flyers hanging around your offices, or there should be, and I'm going to be attaching them when I send this out to supervision and our office staff with the poster once again. Again, the MedCorps triage line should be called by the injured person or the supervisor or HR the injury was reported to. Remember, no care should occur unless it's emergent or life-threatening. And if that's the case, always call 911 first. The specific policy is detailed on page 20 of the team member handbook, and we would encourage everyone to review the workplace injury policy. But again, most importantly, if you're able to, if it's not emergent, if it's not uh, life-threatening, please always call team leader, bat phone, if it's, if it's normal office hours, you can call HR, but report your injury or accident to someone before you get care. Our, the MedCore team helps then decide how that care will take place, and it's very important that you report it to your supervisor or HR immediately. Work phones, voicemail and etiquette. Please remember work phones and iPads are to be used for work purposes only. You're expected to answer phone calls professionally, stating the, uh, the agency in your name. For example, when you answer a phone call, you should always 
Never just say, hello. You should always say, hello, this is Ireland Home Based Services. This is Gary Eamon speaking. And then your voicemail message should always say, you have reached the cell phone of Gary Emmons of Ireland Home Based Services. Please leave your name and number where you can be reached and I will return your call. If this is an emergency, please call our office number at 812-479-1856 and someone will assist you. Thank you and have a great day. And remember if you're on PTO or you're on some type of leave of absence, please remember to include the date you'll be unavailable and the date you will return in your message. It's also good practice to make sure you have deleted old, old voicemail messages you no longer need so that your mailbox is never full. It's always frustrating for people when you're trying to leave a voicemail, but it says that their voicemail box is full. So make sure we're cleaning those out regularly. If you're unsure how to set your voicemail message or how to clear out old voicemails, please reach out to your team leader, Aaron King in IT or Jill Smith in IT. We got another hot, very hot week ahead of us. There's a heat wave pretty much hitting our entire country at this particular time. From the CDC website, when working in the heat, drink at least eight ounces of water every 15 to 20 minutes. This translates to about a quart of water per hour. Drinking water at short intervals is more effective than drinking large amounts infrequently. It's recommended to hydrate before, during, and after working in the heat. Starting your day hydrated makes it easier to maintain hydration throughout the day. So drink water before you're thirsty. By the time you're thirsty, you're already behind in your fluid replacement. Try to avoid energy drinks if at all possible. Those tend to have more caffeine and sugar than soft drinks. Drinking several in one day can raise your caffeine levels enough to affect your heart. Also, obviously in, these, in this hot, like we mentioned before, many of our uh, um, larger areas for sure have cooling stations for clients. If you have clients that have no access or anywhere to go for air conditioning, or if they don't have fans to move air around in their house, make sure you're letting your supervisor know, and we'll see what we can do to absolutely help clients out. Reminder that we have revised the team member handbook. That took place uh, July 5th, 2022. Gary Emmons, that, of course, that's me. I uh, sent those out by email to everybody on uh, July the 5th. It is posted on the front page of Casewind, and it's also always in the resources and then go to online documents and then manuals and policies. I encourage everyone to review the entire handbook at a minimum manually. And that is payable under your CPD CEU time for all hourly team members. Please never hesitate to reach out if you have questions about specifics within the handbook. We did have resi uh, several revisions this year in our drug and alcohol policy on page 12, in the dress and personal appearance policy on page 19, and the motor vehicle record inquiries on page 33. We added language to our work rules and misconduct about suspensions on page 42, added language to our voluntary resignation policy on page 45, and then hospitalizations on page 57. All team members are required to acknowledge receipt and understanding of the contents of the team member handbook by July 20th, 2022, so that's by end of day tomorrow. And again, this best can be done by reviewing the new handbook on the front page of Casewind, then using the checkbox to acknowledge electronically and using your electronic signature. You can also print the last page of the document, and that can be emailed to hr at iihbs.us once you've signed to acknowledge the handbook. And remembering that all policies in this handbook supersede previous versions or other policies communicated prior to this date. I've talked about this for several weeks now, but the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline has a new number of 988. So similar to the emergency calls in 911, 
If you or someone's experiencing thoughts of uh, suicide or ending your life, the, the Crisis Lifeline now, simple number 988 to get you to trained counselors who will listen understand how problems are affecting the caller, provide support, and connect them with resources if necessary. So again, 988 is now active and available to everyone across the United States. Safety plans and SBC documents. Any and all safety plans that are created with clients should be sent to, this is an email address, intake documents, that's all lowercase, no spaces. So all safety plans that are created with clients should be sent to intake documents at ihbs.us. After being reviewed by supervision to assure the plan meets the needs of the clients, considering the current risk and protective factors, and has all current case information filled in. You should never be uploading a safety plan to the case file. Only SBC documents can be uploaded directly to the case file by team members. Please contact your team leader if you have additional questions. Obviously, um, another mass shooting uh, occurred. Three adults' uh, lives were ended by a mass shooter. Uh, this time very close to home on Sunday evening in the Greenwood, Indiana. Uh, that's in our Region 14 office right on the border south of the uh, border of Marion County just south of Indianapolis. Three, uh, three adults were killed by someone that obviously was intending to harm and kill people. Um, there was a bystander that was, uh, had a, was able to carry a weapon who ended and probably saved many, many lives. We have a document attached to the announcements, so supervision would all have this document. Um, it's entitled, it's from the National Child Traumatic Stress Network. Uh, it's entitled, Talking to Your Children About the Shooting. Uh, it has many, many topics about how to start the conversation, uh, learning what your child already knows, always correcting inaccurate information. We're in the world of misinformation uh, with uh, social media and things, so correcting and gently correcting inaccurate information encouraging the children to ask questions and answer those questions very directly. Of course, limiting media exposure would be important during these times. Understanding and learning about common reactions, being a positive role model, being patient with the child, and always being prepared to offer extra help if the child would need it. So another um, senseless tragedy occurred uh, very close to home this time. Uh, there is a document that's been sent. All supervision has this document on talking to children about the shooting. Um, please share, supervisors, please share this with, with your teams. Important information now hit very close to home. Talked about this last week. Acronyms and documentation per the Field Staff Practice Guide. Only GAL, CASA, FCM, and DCS are the only abbreviations acceptable to use in documentation. Of course, GAL stands for Guardian Ad Litem. CASA stands for Court Appointed Special Advocate. FCM, of course, is Family Case Manager, and DCS, of course, is Department of Child Services. Those are the only acceptable abbreviations to be used in your documentation, so please remember that. Locally here, uh, Region 16, Poseville, Indiana, the Faith Bible Church has a back-to-school bash on Saturday, August 6th from 10 to 1. They're going to be giving out free backpacks full of school supplies. They're doing free haircuts. They're offering free lunch, bounce houses, all kinds of fun. Um, you have to register for this. Call 812-306-8031 to see if they have any more openings for the back-to-school bash. 
Another reminder, we're getting close to August 1st, though. PTO must be entered into both Canopy and CTT in order to be paid. As of August 1st, the billing department will no longer be reaching out to remind our team members to enter the time in the CTT. This does include salary team members, team leaders, directors, and hourly employees. If you're unsure how to enter PTO, please review the process with your team leader or call the HR department. But all PTO has to be put into both Canopy and CTT for all team members. It's hot again. We talked about look before you lock. Um, making sure that uh, the best tip that if you have um, or transporting children, if you want to pass this on to an adult, putting something that you're going to need at your final destination in the back seat, especially if you're, if you're ending or not following your normal uh, procedure in the mornings. Don't want to ever leave a child in a car to become overheated in this kind of heat. It would not take long. So always remember to look before you lock. We got uh, the Recovery Community Cafe series again. We talked about that running July 12th through August 30th. Re recovery Community Cafe is a virtual eight-week series that helps individuals in recovery from substance use connect with supportive community and build resiliency. Each week we talk through a new element of recovery, how it's showing up for us as individuals and what we need to be successful. First one occurred last week. Session number two happens today, July 19th with the topic being prioritizing wants and needs. Again, all stages and ages of recovery are welcomed, as well as those who are someone supporting someone in recovery. If you have questions about Recovery Community Cafe, please reach out to Recovery Coach Amanda Colvin, 812-583-1480, or Deb Cooper is the Cafe Coordinator, 812-483-8369. If you have more questions, these Recovery Community Cafes, these have been emailed out to you. There's a QR code for registration. Um, meetings occur on Tuesdays from 5.30 to 7 Central, 6.30 to 8 Eastern Time. Question time. Let's get to the question. This is what everyone's waiting for, I'm sure. So make sure you email your answer to Gary Emmons, gemmons at ihbs.us. You can also text a new preferred email. It's easy for me to keep track of everybody. But please uh, send your answers to me and you'll be entered in for your chance to win a gift card. The question reverts back to an announcement earlier. In the event of a workplace injury, if it's not life-threatening or emergent, who should be contacted before any care or treatment is administered? So we talked about that. Who should be called before you seek out any treatment? And that again, as long as it's not life-threatening or emergent. So in the event of a workplace injury, if it's not emergent or life-threatening, who should you call before any care or treatment is administered? Email your answer to Gary Emmons, gemmons at ihbs.us. This has been the announcement for several weeks. I wanted to bring it up again our employee assistance program. Reaching out to your assistance program for short-term counseling, financial coaching, caregiving referrals, and a wide range of well-being benefits to reduce stress, improve your mental health, and make life easier. Started uh, back in the late winter, but now there's up to five face-to-face -face mental health sessions are now available for free through our employee assistance program. So that may help you manage stress, anxiety, 
depression, resolving conflict, improving relationships, overcoming substance abuse, and addressing any personal issues with options for in-person, telephonic, or video counseling sessions. Five of those are free. Employee Assistance Program offer, also offers help with life coaching, financial consultation, legal consultation, life management, personal assistant, medical advocacy. The phone number, the app, the website is open 24-7-365. They're always available. They're always open. The EEP benefits are free of charge. They're 100% confidential. Available to all family members regardless of location and easily accessible through ACI's 24-7 live answer toll-free number. The number to reach out to the Employee Assistance Program is 855-775-4357. Again, that number for the Employee Assistance Program, 855-775-4357. could also reach out on their website, which is RC li.aciEAP.com. We do have a company code of RSL1859. You can also send emails to RSLI at ACIEAP.com. Easiest way to do that is to call the toll-free number 855-775-4357. If you don't get an immediate answer, you do have to leave a callback number. They will call you back, probably from a number that may not be recognized. Uh, the number should also be programmed into your cell phone, along with that MedCore number that I talked about earlier as well. Numbers should be in your cell phone. If they're not, you can program those in there. You can call that number, but please leave, and that's another reason to have your voicemail box not full. So if you reach out to them and they call you back, if you have a voicemail box that's full, they're not gonna be able to get a hold of you. It is a confidential line. The company has no idea who has utilized this, but I would encourage everyone that if you have any difficulty getting a call back, getting an email back, get communication back from the employee assistance program when you have been seeking their assistance and you're not getting the care that you need, please reach out to Gary Emmons or Elizabeth Atterbury. Your information will remain confidential, but we do want to know if this assistance line is not working for you. So please let us know if it's not working for you. I've been talking about COVID again, guys. Um, I sent an email out to everybody yesterday. Uh, COVID infections in this new BA5 variant. It's appearing to be pretty transmissible at this particular time. We can't ignore safety protocols. IHPS continues to encourage team members to get vaccinated and we provide and, and boosted. And we provide bonuses for you to do that. If you have questions, reach out to Elizabeth Atterbury, uh, Susan Benkarski, or Gary Emmons in the HR department. Being up to date in your COVID-19 vaccine prevents from you from having to quarantine as long as you're not symptomatic. We have a lot of, if you, so if you are affected by COVID-19 in any way, shape, or form, if you've been in close contact, if you're symptomatic, if you've tested positive yourself, reach out to the EHR department so we can help and assist and guide you on what you need to do from this point forward. IHPS policy does require masks to be worn in all situations that you cannot social distance of at least six feet when you're indoors. Also remembering other safety protocols, which include not coming to work when you're ill, especially when you have a, if you have a severe cough. And if you do have a cough that's not related to COVID through allergies or some other thing, um, please wear a mask when you're around others. Makes everyone feel a little bit more comfortable in those situations. Make sure we continue to screen all clients to ensure that they are not in isolation or quarantine because of COVID-19. 
Make sure we continue to use excellent hand hygiene. Make sure that we're always going to social distance when you have the ability to do so. And being very aware of your distance and proximity to other people. Then again, make sure you're wearing your mask when you cannot social distance. Again, IHPS continues to offer a bonus for providing uh, proof of your of your uh, vaccination with a screenshot of the email you get from the health department or your vaccination record card. Please do that if you completed, completed the primary series and when you get boosted. If you have not been provided with your bonus yet, we'll still do that. So make sure you reach out and send that to Gary Emmons or Elizabeth Atterbury. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week. Take care of one another. Be vigilant. Be safe. Thank you all for doing what you do. Have a great week, everybody.